previously on Attempted Adventure. It looks like a pocket watch. It is pure gold. The glass is shattered. There are runes and symbols that you can't read. Tears start welling in its eyes. All it said was stolen. Stolen? Professor Killigan Wilvian. Well. The Royal Academy. Then we will go there! This campus is enormous. Could you possibly show us to the artificing department? Alright, for sure. Is there a sign or anything outside his door? There is a simple golden plaque that says Professor Killigan Wilvian, artificer. Oh yeah. At a desk is a man who is undeniably handsome. What can I help you with, folks? We need you to look at a clock and tell us if it can be repaired. Morgan sent us. Do you have any idea what the use of this clock is? No, but do you recognize the symbols? Nothing that is close enough for me to feel comfortable comparing them to. I can fix this for you. He kind of reaches out a hand and touches the feather at the tip of your spear. Oh, shit. Am I taking this to Morgan? Yeah, well, we can use the key to get there. So two of us will go and bring in the mannequin and two of us will guard the door? Sure. adventurer are you ready to give it a try mido you walk into the room with the student billy isla and jp you wander off back downstairs yeah it has probably all told probably only been about 25 minutes since you first walked into killigan's office and as you are descending the stairs classes are in session most doors are closed are you doing any sort of exploring are you going straight down out we can if you guys want. JP is very much like a, I got a mission. I'm going to go do it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm into that. So, so you exit the building. Um, you go back to where you found Camille and uh, she, or where you left Camille. She's still tied up. There's like a small set of stables and posts mm. at the edge of the campus. Uh, and you retrieve her there. What are you doing? Is the mannequin um, still in the back? Mm-hmm. Is there like a... Do you know how on some college campuses there's like the backside of a building or like the side of a building that nobody really ever looks at or thinks about? Yeah, so the 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 eastern side faces that big like section of town that is all student housing. Um, and when you go around the back of that, the northern side that is like the exact opposite side of the main entrance, there are a few greenhouses here and there, but it mostly backs up to a road that is immediately mirrored by the edge of a mountain range so there's not much there and there's like these greenhouses these like campus sheds where like the the caretakers work and all of these things so it's pretty quiet back there let's go back there do you take the whole cart around uh yes okay so you guys uh take the whole cart around to the back of the building nobody approaches you um nice. cool so is there like a random door on the side of the building 
Yeah, there's actually like a small like work shed that's closed and locked up. That will do. Um, is everybody in it? Like, I don't hear any noise, do nope, I? No, you don't hear any noise. Cool. The door is actually locked. Oh, cool. Um, I haul the metal mannequin out of the cart. Okay. Um, do you untie it? Because it is... Yes, because I want it to be able to stand and move. Okay, yep. Um, and I look at Isla and Billy, and I'm like, let's go, I guess. Oh. Yeah, Isla, the key... I take it off, and when I put it in the door, I use magic, so it goes, ooh, oh, every time we use it. my God. I like that you use magic, and you don't just, like, say it with your mouth. No, it's canon now. The door makes a very ooh. gentle, like, almost, like, symphony of creaks, so that the door it. itself, as you op- push it through and open, it goes, ooh. Oh, my God. Yes. I um, love it. <laughs> and this tiny wooden shed opens up into the back hall of Morgan's house leading towards the main salon from inside. Okay. Um, I'm going to like poke my head through and just look around and be like, everything looks cool here. Everything looks totally normal. Cool. I take my mannequin friend and push him through. Okay. He walks in. Delicious. I turn around and I'm like, right, I will be back shortly. Keep the door open. I don't want to go with the spiders again. Goodbye. That's fair. And I walk through the portal. Okay. Uh, you are in Morgan's house now with the mannequin. Neat. Um, I am going to find Morgan. Hello, Morgan. As you walk through, you catch a glimpse of the bird on the couch. It seems to now be asleep, um, though struggling. So. Hello, bird person. <laughs> um. <laughs> And it caws uncomfortably every now and then in its sleep. Uh, and you hear sounds from the kitchen. I go to the kitchen. Okay. Do you take like... the mannequin all the way into the kitchen with you? Uh, no. I'll just, like, keep it sort of behind me. Okay. Um, as you poke your head through the door, Morgan is in there um, messily baking. Love it. Um, bonjour, Morgan. Oh, shit. Oh, Sorry. Fuck. Okay. I didn't mean to frighten you. No, we used yeah. your magic key. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's going to happen when you use the magic key. And I, I will make more noise the next time I come through. You probably made enough noise and I just didn't hear you. Yeah, okay. That is also, that's true. I, yeah. I kind of talked yeah. a lot, actually. No, I, almost woke, I almost woke the bird up. Uh, anyways, I have this for you. And I hand him the letter. He wipes his hand on a cloth and takes it from you. Uh, it is a letter from Professor Kilvian. Wilvian, Killigan Wilvian. Yeah. It is very hard to say. I'm yeah. very tired. Anyways, uh, he says he can fix the watch, but all four of us got kind of a creepy vibe from him. I don't know what that was about. Is he still teaching? Yeah, he's still at the school. He has a very big office. Like, ooh, more, more, more big. More big. It's wow. huge. Wow. All right. Uh, he flips open the paper and reads the note. And um, he kind of like pff, unbelievably laughs at like talk soon, sincerest whatever's. And uh, he's like, he wants to know the actual origin of the watch. I'm assuming you came to me with this because you don't want to give him the actual origin of the watch? Yeah, it felt bad. I don't know. I, he got real touchy-feely with the feathers on Mido's from the bird. Oh, shit. Yeah, that was that was our bad. Yeah. We forgot about those. Oopsies, oopsie doopsie. 
uh, anyways. Uh, uh, we did not tell him anything because we thought it might be a bad idea. He yeah. seemed sketch. He's, um... Well, I'll tell you this much. Our, our, our partnership ended um, with a little bit of bad blood just because of um, different values. I, he valued power a little more than I valued it. Um, I valued, you know, the sacred practice of magic and solitary practice. And it just, we, 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 we came to a, a bad end. Uh, so I do, f- I feel you. I fear what might happen if you tell him of the bird, of the origin of it. Whether or not he was implicit in the stealing of the bird, I think it doesn't matter. I think that if he finds out about what we have here, his first instinct will be to capture and sell it, whether he was a part of that original plan or not. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we agree. We are all on the same page. He felt like he wanted the bird. So what to tell him? I I mean, we could tell him we found it in... uh the city that I have to look up the number. Oh, Golanson. Thank you. Uh, we could tell him we found it in Golanson. We uh, brought it to you. You told us you weren't sure. Bring it to him. Uh, and uh, that is that. We don't know everything. Who does? Nobody. I fear you telling him that you found it in Golanson, though, because... The bird was found in Golinson, and if by some chance he knows anything about the plan to capture the bird, he will know the bird was also at one point in Golinson, so it's likely that the watch belongs to the bird. Then we found it somewhere else. We found it in uh, Conistry or in the woods on a spider's neck. Who cares? We robbed a, a rich man and took it from him. I like that. Tell him you were given it as a gift from a rich old man. And he said it was a family heirloom. No connection at all. Okay? That makes it ancient. That makes it undescribed. The old man didn't know anything about it. And he gave it to you because he thought it was worthless but seemed nice. Absolutely. Um, How long did he say it would take? He quoted a week. A week. Bullshit. Um, Are Isla or Billy helping him? No, uh, it's my dog. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, fuck you that too, was, Morgan. <laughs> oddly enough, that was exactly my reaction to Mido going into the room to help them. But he seemed okay. I don't know. <laughs> well, good for you for having the foresight to put someone in there to watch if you had bad vibes of him. I oh, would... <laughs> <laughs> Mido's so uh, bitter. <laughs> oh, smart. Uh, he, he kind of thinks for a few minutes. I'm smart. smart. He kind of thinks for a few minutes and then he says, I have, this pains me. I have a set of artificers tools that are basically magically enhanced. And if you give them to him, I'm sure he could make use of them. Please don't let him keep them. I, they're, very old and very dear to me. And uh, he goes to push past you into the hallway and is immediately faced with a metal man with a smiley face drawn on. Oh, sorry. Right. I forgot to tell you. I brought a friend. What the hell is this? I'm not sure. We do not know. We need your help with this as well. We have many things to ask you. Don't worry. He does a arcana check on it. Um, and when he does, he says, oh, it's a... Uh, 
It's a living mannequin. Um, and it's got an arcane core, but it's not a great one. Where did you... Is this like a it's discount? It's weird, right? Yeah, it's like the arcane core is like, there's room for it to be better, but it's not great. Yeah, I don't know. It, so it was at a carnival yeah. working the carnival. Okay, I can see. Okay, Free there's label. an emblem on the chest. I do see this. Um, uh, But it was weird because it came after Isla. Came after her, like attacked her? No, it just sort of stood there and like stared. I mean, it didn't have a face. I mean, I gave it a face, but it did not have it's, a face when that was happening. It's a little unsettling, I have to say. It's, it's cute. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't so worry Isla, about it. Don't worry about it, it's cute. It was weird with Isla, and we talked to the ringleader, someone named uh, Chauvet, the okay. Proud. Okay. You know them? No, I don't know them. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> it was super weird with her, and then it was weird when we were leaving, so I grabbed it and stole it. That's, you know, when things are weird. Steal. Take a hostage. Ste- hostage. Now, see... Friends. It's the a lifeless being. Of now see, that's what I said. Yeah. That's what I said. Thank you, Morgan. Yeah. I will tell them you said that as well. I mean, it's basically like as animated as an inanimate object is going to get, right? I don't know, because it seems to have a little bit of thought to it. It's very unsettling. Does it? Yes, it's very, it's very obsessed uns- with me, I call from the door. Oh, you Oh, you left my door open? Yes, I have We're to go guarding. back in a moment. Don't worry. Hi, Ella. <laughs> Hi, Morgan. <laughs> Billy's here too. Close the door. Don't let anybody see. Boo, don't tell I me mean, don't me. close the door, but like, you know, leave a crack. He looks it over and he's like, Hey, metal guy. Do you want to... What? How would you like 800 gold pieces? Uh, and the metal man doesn't do anything. He's different. He does not value money. No, okay. How about... um? Uh, do you want a free horse? And uh, the middleman doesn't do anything. That's still what is kind it? of money. What are its values? Like, what 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 made you think that it was? Uh, so, ready? Let's. Middleman, go stand over there, and I point him in the like direction of the opposite side of his kitchen. Not uh uh, uh um Morgan. Morgan. The, okay. Yeah. 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 He goes and stands on the other side. Hello, metal friends that I gave a face to. Go to Morgan. I just want to... He goes over to Morgan. Oh, shit. He knows who Morgan is. I was trying to see if he would, like, have a special attachment to Isla and, like, especially know who she is. Listen, Morgan, I don't know. I just grabbed it, and I was hoping you could tell me something about it. If it's useless, I'm going to bring it back to the carnival. Well, I mean, do you want to leave it here? I can take another longer look at it until you're able to come back and um, with the fixed watch. Hopefully it doesn't take an actual week. The sooner the better, seems like. The bird is just now being able to kind of sleep, hold that shit. Very well. We will leave the metal man here. That's, is that okay? Like, you don't need it for anything, right? No, I don't think so. Okay. Um. So he goes into his little hutch that's just overflowing with shit and pulls drawer after drawer out until he finds um a little leather satchel uh, filled with uh, golden tools and he dusts it off and hands it to you and it is embossed with um, uh, some runes that you don't recognize. It's like a language you don't speak. Um, and he says, um, like I said, please, please don't let Killigan keep these. They are 
actually one of my favorite possessions. I know I have a lot of shit. I love these things. And Killigan has always had an eye for them. And if you lose even one tool from this kit, I will be livid. Oh. Right, I will make this promise. Yes. If he takes anything, I will break all of his fingers. Ah, see, I saw you think. That's okay. You're okay with that. I mean, as a person, sure. Perhaps not. No, don't burn your bridges. He doesn't know that he doesn't hate you. One finger? No. You know what? If he takes any, offer him this and tell him it's one of my really good, um, awe-inspiring pieces of pie. And he goes and takes out a piece of pie and he's like, he hands it to you. He, like, wraps it in a cloth and hands it to you. He's like, this is a bad batch. It's gonna have the shits. <gasps> I was gonna say, he thinks this is my really good pie, but it's just okay. It's gonna give him the shits. I Morgan. will tell him. Diabolical. I will give him that. Billy looks over at Isla and she's tool. like, they're definitely exes. Oh, for sure. They hey, stop up. listening to our conversation. Sorry. You nosy Nancy's. All right, I take the pie and I take the satchel. And I take the, and I like pat the metal man on the head. And I'm like, Aww. goodbye, friend. As you go to walk away, he's reaching out a hand to pat you and misses as you're like, just out of reach. I love him so much. <laughs> um, I love our pet. All right, Morgan. I will be back shortly. I hope. Possibly a week, maybe longer. Okay, great. We'll see what happens. Make sure you lock that door behind you. Of course. Farewell. Bye. And then I exit through the portal and back to my acquaintances hooray wow he was about to say friends and then he changed his mind for i was Uh, question (laughs) dark when we lock the door does it like go like ah like what's the last like little what's the last note yeah 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 that's it stunning (laughs) the last note of the theme song So I'm going to jump straight to Mido from there because while all of that was happening, Mido was in the room with Professor Killigan and two of his students. This room is kind of set up like almost like a high school science lab. There is one large, long desk with like a slate top, smaller slate top desks lined up neatly along the room. It's a longer room and there are cabinets and wardrobes and pantry is all full of metal objects instruments tinkerers tools gears you know screws bolts all kinds of things just anything you think you would need for fixing or creating is in this room and he's standing at the head of the classroom working on the watch and he puts it under a tall multi-lensed kind of like telescope looking thing but it's much smaller um, and he begins looking over the intricacies of this watch, kind of muttering to himself silently. Okay, Mido stands right over his shoulder and mutters mm. to himself silently as well. What do you <laughs> Oh, gear. Oh, yeah, gears, just as I thought. He <laughs> steps back <laughs> from the microscope and he looks up at you and he says, Is that, um, is that, is that helping? Are you, are you helping me? I heard that. It's good to uh, let people know that you're paying attention. Yeah. Um. Why don't, why don't you do it from over there? 
<laughs> and he like he points to the other side of the desk where the other two students are standing kind of like a couple feet back. I also heard it's good to follow directions. Okay, you do that. He is still looking it over, but um, he begins to every now and then step away from it and jot a few things down uh, in a notebook beside the beside this all on the desk. And the students standing there as he worked turn to you and say like, is this, uh, is this your first time in, in uh, Markon? Oh, you know, first time in a while. I'm an elf. Kind of an ageless yeah. being. Yeah, me too. I'm also yeah, an elf. So, ageless wow, is this a college being. romance? <laughs> so you get it. Yeah, oh yeah, I get it. I don't, uh, I don't do much traveling though. <laughs> Also, are all young elves, do they all sound like that? <laughs> they all the sound may, like Morty. The world may never They're know. All Fantastic. just haven't hit puberty yet. <laughs> Hi, I'm also an elf. I uh, I mean, I grew up in the area, so yeah, uh, you're already, you know, doing a lot better than me. I haven't done any traveling. I'm from the area. Oh, you, you get there. How old are you? I'm 20 years young. Oh, oh a baby. They, they do start them early these days, don't they? Jamie, why are you doing this to me? I'm losing it. I can't even. Is this still the voice? I don't even know if either of us are doing it right. God. You guys are the same person. It's so literally it's so you talking funny. to a mirror. Yeah, Mido, Mido slowly raises one and then leaves it really slowly. You're in luck. He's a drama major. He knows this one. Uh, as you raise one hand, he reaches out the mirroring hand and gives you a high five. <laughs> it's like, cool. All right, cool. Yeah. So, um, wood elf, huh? You good at, like, archery and stuff? Oh, you know, that stuff, that kind of wood elfy stuff was just too boring for me. That's why I left. How about you? Uh, well, I'm a I'm a high elf, but you know, like the society of high elves doesn't really like exist as it used to in old Listethriol. But my parents kind of like tried to force it on me, which is why I ended up here. But like, I guess Professor Wilvian's pretty cool, so like that's nice. But like, I'm not into the whole like high society thing. I don't know. I feel you, brother. Yeah, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I have a foil. This is exactly what was missing. I needed a Sasuke to my Naruto, and now oh the whole campaign is complete. As you guys are here talking and chatting and, like, really getting to know each other, uh, Killigan looks up and he's like, can one of you run down to the um, the accessory closet down the hall and grab me the extension lenses for my microscope? I'm having a hard time seeing some of this. And the the elf that you're talking to is like, of course, sir! I accept this quest! Oh, and he uh, oh. jogs out the door. <laughs> <laughs> Mido looks at the professor and is like, is he mocking me? I don't... I. Why would... How is that... Do you... What do you mean? <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. Ans asked, asked and answered. Okay. And uh, he, he looks back down. And at this point... um. You guys are probably on your way back up, right? Yeah, we I assume you. No, no? okay, absolutely what you, not. What are you doing? Um, killing a day. I don't what? want him to know that we have that key. 
Oh yeah, you don't want. We him can't to go find him for another like eighteen hours. Okay, so what are you guys doing? Because this, we're probably at the point now where you're coming back from Morgan's. So what are you guys doing immediately upon leaving Morgan's? Um, well, well, actually, do you know what? The only person who isn't going to be around is uh, is me. I have to go find something to do. You two could conceivably, you, yeah, Billy, and I'll go uh, check Isla. on Mido. Unless yeah. you decide that like you want to pretend that Isla went with you, so that like you can both break off or whatever you want to do. So, um, as long as jp doesn't come back so billy you are immediately going and checking on mido yeah um what are you two doing i mean it's a city i'm sure there's a million things to do yeah. uh i don't have anything pressing do you want to just walk around yeah as we come around the corner of the college kind of coming back towards the city proper mm-hmm. um i grab one of the college students and i'm like you what is something to do here in the city. Well, they just opened up a really nice uh, carnival. Oh, Christ. We've been there. <laughs> Never mind. Thanks a lot. Goodbye. Okay. Uh, did you try Schlimby's? Yes, we went there this morning. Is that the only <laughs> two things this city has? Yeah, well, I mean, there's, uh, you know, the historical society. That's pretty much it. Want to go walk around, like, the capital? Like, what's that, like, blue thing? Is that, like, a the fountain? fountain. It's a, yeah, it's like a big reflection pool. Do you want to go there? Yeah, sure. Let's go. Okay, you guys break off uh, and you leave campus and it's a very short hike over to the administrative district. It's kind of like literally right there. It's right next door to the campus and it's just a little bit larger than the campus. In the center of this kind of like almost octagonal shape is a enormous reflection pool, like the size of a city block. It's huge. At the very north, backed by an insane mountain range, is the Capitol building with pillars and stairs and and beautifully crafted elven architecture immediately to the left the west of that is the historical society it it's a large wooden and brick building also beautifully carved all of these buildings in this district are like ancient elven buildings like here since the beginning to the east backed by the campus is the courthouse busy people uh, walk in and out of all three buildings you do notice that there are Markon guards standing guard at every single one of these entryways and just stationed around the administrative district in general. You don't seem to be the only two people here who could be classified as tourists. There are plenty of people here looking around, uh, holding pamphlets and things like that and sitting along the edge of the reflection pool as there are like towards the south, much smaller buildings that seem like office buildings, um, like smaller federal government buildings and things like that. And this is the capital district. This is where all of the decision making is made for the capital of Lestethriel. It, OK, that's what I was going to ask. Got a geopolitical question for you. Yep, this, this is, is the, the seat of like the national government. Mm-hmm. OK, cool. I don't think I have any feathers visible, but I'm definitely going to make sure that... You're tucking them away? Okay. Yeah, I think we both want to look as touristy as possible. Yeah. Okay. And actually, speaking of which, I have a disguise kit. Let me look that up real quick, because I want us to look like the most touristy, least useful looking people in the entire world. That's really world. hard, because I'm just this You said like a Hawaiian shirt. You're, you yeah. know you're regular human size, right? I know, but like... You're blue. blue. In my yeah. mind, she's like seven feet tall. She's Me just too. like a hulking I beast. Really tall. I mean, you can just be like you can a be tall. tall. You can be yeah. on the tall side. Yeah, she's like yeah. six four. Yeah, that reads. Um, like she's got the energy. She's got that six got, four energy. Um, so I have a disguise kit, which is a little pouch of like cosmetics and hair dye and small props. 
which doesn't sound so useful until I whip out the sunglasses and the fanny packs, <laughs> yank off the apron and the hat, and now who do I look like? A man on vacation in Hawaii. Yeah, you do. That's exactly what you look like. So and fanny packs are just practical. Okay, they're, they're just so useful. Very useful. And I give her a, fa- I give Isla a fanny pack as well. She holds it like, do I have to? <laughs> and I snatch it back and I'm like, no, fine, no fanny pack for you. <laughs> I shove it back in my disguise kit. <laughs> yeah, you, uh, you guys are walking around. What is the first thing you want to do in the administrative district? I'm looking for like museum esque. I want to like investigate the symbols that are on. Mm. that were on the watch and like historical society yeah historical society i'd like to go there and kind of poke around let's go okay the historical society is a combination of kind of like where they keep like the um super important documents on display of like like archives yeah archives it's also like the city library it's also um the city museum so it's got like the super important documents on display, but then they're also kept very safe there. And there's like museum uh, portions of like ancient things from old Listethriol and um, the old, old, old like crown jewels are here and like the remnants from when this was a monarchy. So what what are, what are you looking for? I'm looking for the symbols. I'm looking for any sort of like telling of like the bird of like a story or like mm. so what are you doing are you going to the library and doing research or are you going through the museum portion or are you trying to approach a curator and asking i don't want to ask anybody because i think that's going to draw suspicion i'm just going to go walk through the museum okay um i go with her the whole building is kind of open concept it's a long, long, very clean marble floors with large marble columns holding up the very, very tall ceiling. And kind of one portion is sectioned off. So there's this like large open spiral staircase that leads up to an open second floor where there's just a banister closing it off towards the end. And like it's really only about a third of the building that does that on the um, library side. The museum side is completely open, and then the right side of the building, about the last quarter of the building, is closed off, walled off, um, doors with locks and guards standing at them. Those are the archives. Yeah. So you enter, uh, and you are immediately met with a large, round front desk, um, two women sitting there uh, with like sign-in sheets and everything uh, welcome you. They ask if you're with a group or if you're just here to browse. Oh, it's just me and my friend here. We're just here to uh, poke around the museum. We've heard a lot about it. I'm doing a voice. They don't know who I am. We're having a great time here in Narcon Kingsland. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes, Yes, we are. Oh, my God. She said, yes. Yes. (laughs) I'm dead. I quit. That was amazing. <laughs> One of the women at the desk says, oh, well, welcome. Um, please enjoy yourselves. There's plenty to look at. If you need any help in the library, please come get one of us. We'll help you and we'll send an assistant over with you to assist you. Um, and if you have any questions in the library, our curators are wandering around answering, answering questions. But um, there are very nice informational plaques on pretty much every display. 
Well, thank you. You're welcome. Thanks. <laughs> bye bye. Enjoy. Come along, Patricia. <laughs> okay, Marty. <laughs> <laughs> I love Patricia and Marty. Our new oh. alter egos. Oh my god. Yeah, you guys wander off. They don't pay yeah, any attention. Yeah, we walk away, and I'm like, that was really good. Wasn't it? Oh my god, we're really good at this. We should be spies. I should be a rogue. You should be a rogue. I will teach you. <laughs> teach me. <laughs> she said, teach me. Teach me. Teach me. I can do accents. Um, right, are we going in the museum? No way yeah. around it. Into the museum, baby. Into the museum. What was my name? Patricia. Patricia, Patricia. and Marty. Patricia okay. and Marty. <laughs> um... I do want to ask one of the curators, like, is there a section on mythology and folklore or something? Uh, yeah, you uh, approach one of the curators who's kind of standing between two large glass cases. You catch him having just finished up helping another tourist, and he turns around and greets you, and you ask him if there's a section on mythology, and he says, Yes, we do have an extensive... Um, well, we have an extensive book library on old mythology of Lestethriol, but we also have um, a small museum of um, old, old, <laughs> old <laughs> shit. Old, old. I lost the word. You ever just old, like, forget how to use yes. old language? That's the name of it. It's the old, old. <laughs> we have the old, old. <laughs> Look over there. The old, old. Look over there. <laughs> we also have a small portion of the museum dedicated to items depicting long-forgotten folklore and tales of old cultures of Lestethriol. And where is that? It's uh, right all the way to the back of the building. It's the last section um, that you will come across. Just keep going straight. Fantastic! Thank you! You are welcome. Come, Patricia! <laughs> I'm coming, Marty! <laughs> the and we wander touristly towards the mythology yeah. section. Uh, <laughs> as you walk... Touristly. <laughs> Touristly. You pass by like old stone tablets. You pass by like super old silk woven tapestries depicting like tales of heroism and tales of like the old royal family. In the very center of it all, heavily guarded, uh, is a tall glass case with the old elven throne from the capital. Um, and upon that, uh, sits a like a clear glass stand holding the old Markon King's crown um, as well as his beautiful uh, like total filigree covered green robes and the um, the royal jewels are in display in cases all lining around that and there are I shit you not like nine guards just standing around this display so uh, you pass that. You... I make a lot of like touristy dad jokes. We pass it and I point to the crown and I'm like, oh, that'll give you a crick in the neck. <laughs> um, <laughs> you pass by like old legal documents and like there's a whole section completely dedicated to like the the stepping down of the, the kingdom and, and transferring it over into a democratic society. And, and it's a, like most of this museum is completely about like the history of Markon coming from a entirely elvish society opening Lestethriol up to people of all kinds and becoming a federally governed society and then at the very back is like he said all along the back wall glass encased walls covered in like old kind of half salvaged 
tapestries in like glass cases down in front of you, scraps of books, scraps of pages from old folklore and super, super old elven, old elvish, some things in Orcish, some things in Gnomish, some things in languages that you don't think even exist anymore. And these are all things that were found all around Lestethriol depicting folklore, urban legends, religions, polytheistic iconographies that just aren't don't exist aren't anymore. celebrated anymore yeah um and have therefore lost all meaning in modern times so well let's look for a bird uh both of you make a investigation check i'm so scared oh no 15 6 <laughs> you both scour isla you come across a kind of like enchanting silk tapestry that is missing big chunks and is kind of worn around the edges. Not like it was in a fire, but like it was worn away with time and water and like it's just old. Um, and it's 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 bluish in hue and there are hints of greens and whites. And from what you can see, it kind of looks like someone has, has woven this tapestry to make it look like a wave is cresting over a ship and a man is on that ship and it's so hard to tell because one of the big chunks that's missing right in the center is is cutting it off cutting off the crest of the wave but it almost looks like the wave is woven in a way to make it look like it's a woman that's leaning over and and like greeting the human on the boat or, or like caressing the edge of the boat with her like foamy fingertips so hard to tell completely you could be making this up but that's what it looks like is there like a plaque or anything next to it no they don't know there's pretty much very few plaques um some of them will say like where they were found some were donated um some have no information at all they're just in here because they're ancient and have just been found so there's nothing there's not even like a this was donated by nothing. nothing okay um, JP, you scour, and uh, among the many, many, like, tattered and worn and yellowed pages in the glass cases, you see a book. And what catches your eye first is that it is written in the language of the first town you visited when you entered the mainland of Lestethriol. And it's a language that you cannot read, but you recognize visually because it's from that town that speaks this very specific language where you got drunk, got in with the locals, and made friends. And That is the town where I heard about the bird. It is the town where or you heard red, about the bird. I don't remember what it was, yep. but there's, there's actually, no, I, do, I wrote it all down. <laughs> there's no words that you can discern. There's nothing. The plaque here says, from the southern mountains of Lestethriol. And it is old 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 book like the paper is so old it's pulpy looking like it was handmade not that no paper i was gonna say all of like but it's like it was handmade in someone's bedroom and Mm. it was like sifted through paper pulp you can't read what it says but at the far right top corner where it's like so this is like the bottom third of a page at the far right top corner which would have originally been about the center of the page is the very, very tip of an illustration of a bird. And it's like just a wing, just a tip of a wing. No color, nothing. 
Um, it's in a case or it's just like out? It's in a case. Everything is in locked cases. Uh, locked how? Locked like sealed around the top. The only way to get into it is from a padlock at the back of the case when the whole thing wheels away from the wall. Oh, okay. Like you have to like open the back of the case to get into it. Uh, and how far away are the guards? There are two guards in this area, but they're kind of just like cert- like turning and looking around. Okay. I turn to Isla and I'm like, or I go to Isla, I guess, um, and say, uh, did you find anything helpful? Yeah, I found a little tapestry. Look, and I point at it. Like, Looks a little familiar, huh? It's beautiful. Does it look familiar to me? No. It doesn't look familiar? No. Oh, I thought it was like the- Isla, I have never seen this before in my own life. What did you think it was like? I thought it was like the little piece of cloth that... No, oh. it's, it's not like that. It's just, I totally misinterpreted that. It's just you were looking for something. You found something entirely different. Okay. I just say, look at that pretty thing over there. Oh, he's pretty nice. Mm-hmm. I like it. What did you find? Uh, I found a book that I can't understand, but it's written in a language that I can't understand, but the language is spoken by a group of people in a town that I don't remember the name of who did tell me about a bird once. Vague. I, it's all I got. Okay. I would steal it, but I think the girls would not like that so, so much here. Would you like me to distract them? I mean, a little bit, yeah. I mean... Do you want to ask about it first? Sure. I guess that's a good idea. Although... Will it paint us as suspicious when it's gone? Although, who would ever suspect a, a humble man named Marty and his friend Patricia <laughs> for stealing it from a museum? Not me. I don't think but anybody would. Tour. All right, let's go find a curator. Okay. You've talked me into it. Okay. We go for a curator and okay. call them back. And we're like, excuse me, what is Yoo-hoo! this? <laughs> I mean, uh, hello, what's, what's this? You, yeah, you, you call a curator over and they gladly come and... I'll look through things and they say, to be honest, uh, this is not my specialty. Um, There's very little information known about these items here, but this one in particular, um, as you can see on the plaque, it is from the Southern Mountains, a very special little town nestled in the mountains of Southern Lestethriol. It is is spoken in a dialect only spoken down there. It is, I believe, a dialect of undercommon, that is is no longer spoken in most of the country. So um, they still speak it. It's very, very old folksy. They do a lot of folk magic there, herbal healing, things like that. They're very um, kind of old Lestethriol still there. So a lot of their values and a lot of their urban legends, myths, and folklore still stems to old Lestethriol. Um, now this page in particular, I can't exactly tell you what this page uh, depicts perhaps, but it is known to be from a first edition book depicting tales for children. We were unable to salvage most of the rest of this book. I think even what was left in the archives eventually disintegrated mm. under attempt to investigate. Unfortunately, this is what is left. But it was a folklore uh, a storybook for children. Well, thank you very much. You are welcome. Can I answer any other questions about any of the items in this section? I don't think so. No? All right. Uh, enjoy the rest of your visit. And they walk away. Thanks. Is, is there anything else in the case with it, or it's just the book? Uh, no, there's other, like, scraps of paper and things, but they are they each have their own individual plaque. Like, they're from Not really connected. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. All right, Ida. Are we going to heist this museum? Did this become mm-hmm. national treasure? I am yes. ready, if you are, to steal from this museum. I'm so nervous. We will not do it. It's okay. We don't have to do it. Yes. What will it? I also can't promise it's not, like, magically alarmed. I don't know that that's really a thing. Magic alarms. But it's a homebrew, so anything is possible. Anything is possible. What will it gain us to, like, steal it and then bring it there? I don't know. I just like stealing. (laughs) He is a rogue. I'm a rogue, baby. That's what I do. I'm a cat burglar. This is my shit. We can come back in the middle of the night if it makes you feel better. I'm so nervous. Okay, let's not. Let's leave. What time is it? Ooh, is that's it like a good late question. afternoon? Yeah, probably like four, one or two. Oh, okay. You have not been gone that long. Like you weren't at, at Morgan's for very long. It wasn't a long walk over here. I look at Isla and I'm like, let's go get some lunch. We will come back and we will mm-hmm. think about the iced when we are at lunch. Okay, here you go. Lunch, lunch, lunch. And we leave to find lunch. Okay. Um, as you travel, are you traveling? Where are you going to the tavern you were at before, or? I don't know. Poke around, see if we see any other restaurants. Okay, yeah, there is restaurants. Restaurants. There is another restaurant just a little bit southwest of the Schlimbies. tavern. You Schlimbies. Um, it's a little bit smaller, but just as active. Yeah, looks good to me. Let us get lunch. Okay, uh, I'm gonna jump back to um, Mido and Billy. Billy, we are coming back to you just as. Uh, you have separated from Isla and JP, and you are climbing back up to the tower. Are you doing any investigation on the building before you return to Mido? Yeah, I'm looking around in the school. You're looking around. Um, I would do an investigation check just in passing on the whole school. Yeah, pretty much. Like also, like specifically honing in on students for my C plot. For your C, what is your C plot? The revenge the on the, the students that tried to capture the bird, Jamie. Oh, sorry. Okay, go for it. Okay. She takes it personally. I do take it personally. Oh, it's not that great though. That's a bad roll. Six. <laughs> well, I mean, how important is your C plot to you? Do you want to burn that in? Oh, it's already? important. <laughs> I am looking for the students that tried to cap. It's like very important to Billy, who is basically like an eco terrorist. I mean, important enough to burn that inspiration. <gasps> <sighs> yeah, yeah, that's better. That's an eighteen. You very slowly re-enter the school and are looking around very gently and. As you climb the stairs and and floor after floor, kind of find nothing to your to your liking as far as like what may or may not be a person or place or thing that has anything to do with revenge on the bird. You are cresting the stairs up to the third floor, um, and you just barely catch a glimpse of a student who is older must be in his like second to second to last or last year here who has two black eyes uh cast on his arm and mandible bites along his neck oh uh billy is sidetracked (laughs) i'm going to meet mito i want like all of them you only see this one kid and he's accompanied by two students who don't look harmed um, 
I want to approach him and be like, hi, I'm looking for Professor Killigan's office. Could you like, do you know him? Oh, um, yeah, I know. I know Professor Wilvian. He's his, his office is up on the fourth floor, but I think he's got a lecture in about an hour. I'm not sure he'll he'll be up there just at the moment. He likes to prep for his lectures in his classrooms. Oh, God. so you like know him really well. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's one of my favorite professors. I'm in the artificing department. Okay, you're in the He's artificing the department. Okay. Yeah. Any, like, special clubs after or anything? I'm, like, looking to join the program. Oh, you are? Oh, that's awesome. Um, Roll the persuasion check. Ten. Uh, he kind of spies you up and down, and he's like, it's, you know, it's never too late to get a, a start on education. Um, wow. Oh. <laughs> what's, uh, no, I, I'm not going to ask you. Um, yeah, there's plenty of clubs. There's, uh, I mean, clubs don't always pertain to the department, but Professor Wilvian really likes us to get our extracurriculars in, so he sets a lot of, like, um, department challenges as far as, like, tinkering and artificing goes. So we're always challenging ourselves within the department outside of class, if that's what you mean. Oh, do you do those challenges? Sometimes, yeah. Last, last semester, I won the, the, the big challenge at the end of the semester. I made the fastest Arcanotech mini oven. Oh, okay, okay. Have you done any recently? Like, I, you look pretty, like, beat up. Did you, like, do anything challenging? I, I just had a, I had a bad vacation. I took a vacation to travel, and I uh, had an accident. But uh, that has nothing to do with my, you know, extracurriculars. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. What was your name again? Oh, my name's um, Theodore. <laughs> okay, Theodore. Um, thanks do you want to roll? Do you want, do you want to roll an insight check on him? Yes. <laughs> it's a five. <laughs> well, you don't get any. He's, he's just a kid. He's older than, you know, some of the other students you've seen around. Do you dorm here? I, yeah, I live on campus. Are you coming on to me, lady? Mm, no, you're look. not my type. <laughs> I'm just yeah. <laughs> trying to figure out about the the programs here okay yeah i mean there's no do- there's no department specific dorming if that's what you're asking mm, okay all right um uh, yeah i think that's that's all the questions i have for you theodore uh, from from down the hall you hear hey theo come on we're trying to get to the lab and he's like i'm i'm on my way uh yeah i mean it was nice meeting you good luck uh i hope uh you know you come to a decision about the department yeah, I'll be seeing you real soon, Theo. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, bye. And he like turns and bye. walks off. Subtle. <laughs> that was awesome. Make a perception check. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's a nat 20. <laughs> oh shit. Oh my god. god. Damn it. Uh, he you stand there, um, kind of like twiddling your thumbs, pretending to be thinking about something or looking over something in your pocket or whatever. And he walks off towards the others who called him just at the end of the hall, uh, not far from where you're standing. They call him into a lab and you can see the placard on the 
the wall says artificing lab number six. And as they walk in just in the corner of your eye, you catch a glimpse of like half caught off by the doorway. A long stretch of glistening red fabric held aloft on something (gasps) out of sight. That nat 20 paid off. Ah, yes. (laughs) Oh, Billy can barely contain herself. And they close the door behind them as they welcome Theo in. This is going to be bad because um, Isla and JP are not here to temper us, and we are both very impulsive characters. (laughs) (laughs) But one of us needs to stay with the watch. Need to. Yeah, I guess we need to. All right, Billy is heading up to Killigan's lab or whatever. Office, okay. wherever Mido is. Yeah, you 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 come up to the fourth floor and you find yourself faced at the open door to the lab that they are in. And you walk in and Mido is there with those two students you saw before. And Professor Wilvian is still poring over the watch, uh, though he's now not looking at it through a microscope, but he's already moved to using his tools to attempt to open it up. And he's now currently attempting to remove the, the shattered glass from inside. Okay. Um, Billy walks over to Mido and the two students and was like, excuse me, can I have a moment with my comrade? Comrade. Oh, yeah. Of course. Uh, uh, and they, they Billy like takes a, and... like a second glance, like, what, but, uh. <laughs> Super smart guy. Really cool. Knows a lot of cool hey. stuff. Hey, thanks, man. He puts his hand up for a high five before he walks away. Oh, my God. There's another one. <laughs> and uh, the two of them step aside and go over to assist uh, Professor Wilvian. Kind of like idly chatting over the work he's doing. Okay. Billy whispers to Mido that she saw the cloth in uh, Artificing Lab number six. And the, the bird catcher bitches were there. Make a stealth check. Oh, damn. Just her? Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, that's rough. Let's do. Uh, it's a six. Professor Wilvian is like, or uh, one of the kids is like, "Oh, you saw Theo? Yeah, they're uh, they're they're looking at some new arcane stuff that we brought in recently." Oh, oh yeah. Oh, man, when it rains, it pours, huh? Yeah, Theo's yeah. like really cool. We were like just chatting. We're already like best friends. Oh, yeah, no way. Yeah, he's super personable. Yeah, totally. Who does he hang out with, like, regularly? And, like, maybe the artifacting leg number six? Or they, like, who are his lap? Where does he live? Where do they sleep? <laughs> Could you just give me a rundown of his whole schedule? <laughs> I mean, like, I'm friends with Theo, but he's an upperclassman. and Oh, yeah, yeah, upperclassman. Out- no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, you know, he hangs out with some of the TAs and... Oh, the TAs? Uh, Okay, cool. Wilvian kind of looks up and clicks his tongue, and he's like, hey, let's focus on the work here, huh? I want to get some of this stuff done before my my lecture starts in an hour. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, he says, uh, he looks at the other one, and he's like, will you go? I'm going to keep my head buried in this for uh, the rest of my time before class. Would you go set up my lab in uh, the classroom downstairs, please? And um, the elf looks up at him and he's like, oh, of course, I, I'll, I'll do it with honor, sir. And he, uh, he, he gives like a, like a finger guns to Mido as he leaves the room and oh goes God. and sets up 
the classroom and he's left um and the other one is standing there quietly like knowing that he kind of fucked up a little bit um Mido Billy just looks the, at Mido and she's like is that like your brother or Mido does the finger gun thing where like you pretend like you really got shot by him and he's like oh oh, oh I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> You hear him laughing to himself as he's walking down the hall. Jesus Christ. I can't. I think I, I, think, I, think I hate elves now. <laughs> Did I name that guy? We are an ancient and noble race. I, I think I named that guy. Noble's one word for it. I guess that's one word for it. Mido and his new friend. Bido. Hi- I was going to say Hido. Hido. Well... You have this under control, clearly, so we're just going to go catch up with our friends. Nope, they're gone. We're going to (laughs) go. Yeah, we never really settled on a way to move back up. Just like fate, we'll find each other. Yeah, I I assume. Um, Well, we can't leave the watch, can we? You want to just wait the time out? What's uh, uh, Professor, what's your lecture on today? Um, Well, we're picking up where my students last left off in our last meeting. Uh, They are working on creating a spell inside a wand. Spell inside a a wand? Oh, darn it. Oh, I already know all about that. So no point sitting in on that one. We're going to take a walk, though. Okay. Uh, Thank you for your help. We'll come after your class. I'll be sure to lock up the lab um, so as to not risk this very important artifact being stolen in our absence. Um, Thank you. My class <laughs> ends my my class schedule ends at 4 this evening and I will come uh resume my work on this uh immediately following. We'll be here. Okay. <laughs> so are you leaving? Is that a bad idea? I guess I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if we should leave it. I wouldn't. But it. Yeah. I don't love the idea of him having it, like, unsupervised. Yeah. But I also don't think, like, I don't know, I don't think anything crazy is going to happen, like, tonight. Because mm-hmm. he gave himself a week to deal with it. If we come back tomorrow and he's like, it's gone, I don't know what happened. Like, that's super sus. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think he's dumb. I don't think he's quite that oblivious. Yeah, he still wants information from us about where we yeah, got exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. Which we're going to lie about, just FYI. <laughs> yes, that we will lie about. Um. All right, then I think we could probably leave in that case. Yeah, I feel like, sorry, I kind of also, I guess we should have had a consensus about that before. All right, Billy is dying to try and check out the Artificing Lab number six. Yeah, and Mido, Mido That's loves true. it. Um, okay, yeah, the, the bell tolls, and uh, he's like, oh, that's my cue. I better go uh, join my class and, and get get to it. Learn. Uh, and you all, he, he sets down his tools. He sets everything he's taken apart from the watch, laid out, um, clearly labeled, so that he knows how it will go back together eventually. And you all leave the room together as he locks the door behind you all. You all descend the stairs together. He splits off from you, going toward the southern, like the short, the L of the, you know. He goes down, and then there's also left. You know what I mean? It's an L. Yeah. 
Okay. It's your DM, Jamie. Thank you so much, as usual, for tuning in to this episode of Attempted Adventure. I hope you enjoyed it. If you are liking what you're hearing, please, please, please subscribe to us on whichever platform it is your favorite podcasts. We're on a bunch. And if you haven't already, please go ahead and follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We are at AAdventureCast. It would be a super duper awesome thing if you could leave us a rating and review on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. And if you feel like posting anything about the show anywhere, uh, please go ahead and use the hashtag AttemptedAdventureCast, as well as tagging us so we can see it. I hope you are enjoying the Woven campaign. We are having so much fun, and it is only going to go up from here. So I hope you keep listening, and I hope you keep liking. Anyway, as always, friends, I will catch you in the next one.